This episode of the Council of the Wides Developers. In this Voices of the Tech Community episode, we'll visit the blockchain at his New York City office. Our resident distributed ledger expert will show us just how amazing the crypto revolution can be. Then the head of the council, Enoch Wise, will interview Anthony Dombrowski, developer advocate engineer at Ping Identity. I'm Johnny McCode, Speaker of the Council. You know what the world really needs? Another build tool for Java. I'm Johnny McCodes, Senior Editor of Tech News. Here are some headlines trending in the tech community. This week, Gigafirm announced their new operating system, Boxes 11. In a computing world first, Boxes 11 will no longer allow any keyboard or mouse input from the user. Instead, once installed on the user's machine, the operating system will take full control of the user's computer, automatically engaging in actions on behalf of the user that are approved by Gigafirm. If users attempt to uninstall Boxes 11, a warrant will be issued for their arrest. An alliance of tech companies announced this week that a study shows that working remotely is totally lame. The study, funded entirely by technology companies with huge real estate lease liabilities, found that a huge majority of tech workers love their commutes, are only productive at the office, and look down upon their remote working colleagues. The groundbreaking study also found that tech management is really, really smart, and people should give them the benefit of the doubt all the time. Requests for the details of the study did not receive an immediate response. Hello, Johnny McCodes here, senior field reporter for Council of the Wise Developers. I'm here in New York City outside the office of council member, the blockchain. Uh, now, we've reached the street address the blockchain gave us, but... Uh, who are you? Are you from government? Oh no, no, I'm I'm here from the Council of the Wise Developers. Are you strange performance artist? No money to make here, hipster. No, no, I'm I'm here to see the blockchain. Uh, do you work with him? Tell me right now. Are you with government? Oh, hey Carol. You met Johnny, I guess. I was just out grabbing a bubble tea. Where is your office, Blockchain? We're underneath an overpass. All I see is shipping containers. Oh, this is it. Come on in. Welcome to the office. Your office is in a shipping container. Huh. It's four shipping containers fused together, Kopec. It's super energy efficient compared to some stupid office with ball pits and scooters. All our money goes straight to in, into running our mining rigs and servers. Wow, there's a machine on every wall stacked up to the ceiling. And most of that wall is PS4 slims taped together. How many are mining crypto and how many are servers? 99% mining rigs. Servers won't bring about economic utopia. Duh. I tried to get PS5s, but, um, uh, here, rub your hand with this lotion. It's dry as a desert in here. Stay hydrated. So, uh, that guy I met outside, uh, Kirill, he's your co-worker? No, no, I work alone. This is a co-working space. Oh, I see. 
what kind of businesses run out of here? Any big data startups? I use two of the containers, and Kirill and his buddies use the other two. Don't ask them what they do. They get very upset if you ask what they do. Also, JCPenney has an office here. Oh, okay. So take us through your day-to-day? One more thing. If you see the Israeli guy, do not make eye contact. What? You'll know immediately. He looks like active military. No eye contact. Just look away and seem passive. I heard his old job was killing people identified as threats while they were being interviewed by CNN or something. So anyway, every day I make sure the mining rigs are running and healthy. Over there I have my crypto price dashboard. Wrote it all and responded to yes. When I have extra time, I go on litter and make fun of anyone who can't understand how distributed ledgers work. Blockchain. We need provision servers for our cluster. Oh, Cognignog? Six, if you can give. Sure, normal rate. Da, normal rate. Oh, you sell server time to them? Enterprising. Just more funds to pour into the Doge. Isn't, um, Dogecoin a scam? Your paper money. That's a scam. It was tied to gold. Now it's tied to nothing. Biden pours his vaccine bucks into... Okay, servers have joined cluster. Demand ransom from hospital. Uh... Did he say ransom from a hospital? Johnny, Johnny, relax. Don't ask. They have guns. They have guns? Well, they don't point them at anyone unless you ask questions or talk about the mighty ducks. Well, great seeing your office, but um, I'm going to go now. Okay, suit yourself, but you'll never see the decentralized economic revolution if you get queasy every time somebody waves a gun around. Oh, mention the quack, quack ducks. Now let's hear from our sponsor, Morgoth Defense Software. Americans proudly cherish their Second Amendment right to bear arms. And as violent crime spikes in America, you're gonna need bullets. That's why Morgoth Defense Software designed BASS, that is B-A-A-S, Bullet as a Service. Sure, you can have your own justice stick, but what if you're out and about and left your gun at home? What about in the middle of the night? An intruder enters your home and your smartphone is closer than your gun. Take comfort. Our rifle-equipped drones are always overhead. Just use the ultra-intuitive Morgoth app to pick the spot where the bullet should go, and we'll fire a high-caliber bullet within 15 seconds. Guaranteed or it's free. The best part about sending a bullet with the end-to-end encrypted Morgoth app is that no one knows who requested the bullet. Finally, life and death has decided the way it should be, by a tech-empowered free market. Sign up today and the first bullet fired is on us. Morgoth Defense Software. Your most cynical expectations were not cynical enough. And now for the interview segment. It is at last time. You're about to meet every Haskell programmer's true hero. Enoch Wise is our glorious leader of the council. A billionaire transhumanist 10xer on the spectrum. 
Once he anonymously worked for a day at a Geek Squad desk, and all the customers left the store crying. Vim has trouble exiting him. One day, Enoch rolled his own algorithm to scan for his perfect soulmate level match on every single dating site, and got zero results. I give you... Enoch... Wise... Hello, my name is uh, Enoch Wise. I'm here with uh, Anthony Dombrowski, uh, developer advocate at Ping Identity. Hello, Anthony. Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming onto the uh, Council of the Wise Developers. So, uh, for our uh, listeners at home, what what is uh, Ping Identity? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me and uh, getting a chance to talk about Ping here. Uh, Ping is a cybersecurity company, and they focus on uh, identity and access management. So you can think of all the registration you do it on a website or an app or login and MFA, all those stuff kind of hidden around your uh, setting up an account. We do that the back, the backdoor stuff and all the security behind that. Very cool. So, Anthony, who needs ping identity then? Uh, I think everybody needs ping identity. Everyone's having a, a online site or a mobile app nowadays, and they need ways for uh, users to be able to create an account and uh, personalize that app um, and uh, secure the app. So everyone needs it nowadays. Just for the record, I don't need uh, ping identity. Uh, the Haskell code I wrote is, is impenetrable. I've never been hacked. I never will be hacked. If anything, I'll be hacking you. Yes, yeah, there's a small uh, community of Haskell developers that we uh, try not to mess with. Yeah, don't don't fuck with Haskell. Uh, <laughs> tell me, Anthony, uh, how can developers use uh, Ping Identity? Yeah, Ping Identity provides uh, some Ping. Uh, it's called the Ping One Cloud Platform, and we have some identity services on there that are API first, and you can integrate into your app um, using API calls and stuff like that. Get OAuth, get SAML. Um, get all that protection, all those extra features of identity. What about developers who, who are familiar with protocols like uh, OAuth? Do you have any uh, videos, perhaps, that could explain those concepts to them? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, I have some great videos on YouTube on our Ping Identity TV channel. Uh, yeah, helps you visualize basic concepts like the OAuth flow, get you up and running and uh, coding with our, with our APIs. All right, yeah. Anthony, let, let's get down to brass uh, tacks. Uh, is information security really an issue for enterprises? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you look at all the breaches that have been in the news lately, right? Those are uh, those are big deals. Or it's it's a big deal. They're losing lots of money, and people are losing a uh, secure losing uh, their information, right? To uh, people they don't want to necessarily lose it to. So, definitely a big deal nowadays. Hmm. Well, I guess I can't argue with that, but can ping identity help me to surveil my employees? Uh, I'm convinced that they are all ungrateful thieves that are wasting my money. You could probably uh, set something up. You could you could cause more friction in their uh, logging in process when they need to log into their work email or something. You could uh, add some tricky methods to get them to really uh, pay attention and focus at work so that they're doing the, the right thing. Oh, I, I like this. So, so I, I could set a ping identity to troll specific employees I don't like. 
Exactly. Yeah, you could. We have adaptive MFA, so you could set it up to trigger on specific user attributes or like a population they belong to. So okay, every time someone runs Create React app, they have to reauthenticate. Can I do that? <laughs> you can. I might be in that bucket too, but uh, yeah, I'll survive. Okay. Uh, related uh, question: How can Ping Identity help me to uh, replace my employees with cheap software? Ah. Uh, that's a good question. Well, you I don't. Mean, if need... possible, I would like to lay off every software engineer at my companies <laughs> and and hoard all that money back into my beautiful bank account. Yeah, we we are coming up with a no code or low code editor uh, that allow you to design flows and stuff. So that might be a way to get rid of your employees. You know, uh, the developers especially. Pesky developers. Ugh. Okay, uh, how, how much of your technology though uh, is written in Haskell? Uh, I believe exactly 0% of it is written in Haskell. So, um, and I, I try to keep it that way as my role of developer advocate. Why do you hate yourself? Um, it, it's mostly, I don't want to follow in your footsteps. Uh, you but know, that makes sense. Who you... could possibly develop as well as I do? No, that's a good point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, well then, okay. That makes sense. But when are you planning to rewrite your entire software stack in Haskell? Six months? A week? Um, usually it's uh, a little more like six years to convert everything into Haskell. So uh, we, we're starting on that process soon, um, probably in uh, 27,015, if that number makes sense. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is I know you can't have a company full of programs as good as me, but kick me in the balls and give me some mescaline. I'll read it out at all in a week. <laughs> yeah, we'll hire you. I'll talk to the, our recruiters. That's basically my resume, getting kicked in the balls <laughs> and taking mescaline. Okay, let's get down to the real question. I think our viewers uh, want to hear, Anthony. Thank you for covering all that thus far. So how will uh, Ping Identity um, help us to bring about a techno-utopia where, where awkward flesh is left behind and we all upload our minds uh, into a hive mind paradise in the cloud. Yeah, yeah. So that, it's a ping on is an identity and access management company, right? So we can take your your identity, your very soul, upload yes. it to our software, and uh, you have a completely digital identity now. We can get rid of the, the flesh and bones. Uh, it's no longer necessary, so. I'm really excited by this. So going back to that example where I make lives really difficult for the React developers in my companies, can I actually copy myself, the, the trolliest, meanest part of me, and have it talk to people during the MFA section to make fun of them? Yeah, you can customize messages, send them an SMS, a little text message um, saying, hey, hey, dummy, here's your OTP, your one-time password. You'll never sign in, script kitty. Can it say that? <laughs> you, can, you can do that. Absolutely. Oh, I love Ping Identity. My lawyer is going to be calling you. I'm going to buy a thousand <laughs> seats right after this. Yes. Okay. Well, very well done. Uh, I'm very excited about what you've had to say thus far. Um, do you have a message for the developer community uh, about information security? Because uh, as much as developers might blame someone else for the fact that information security is in tatters and a giant joke, except for mine, of course, uh, developers do play a role in making it better. Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, not really top of mind for developers, right? Security and, and 
coding securely and uh, finding secure uh, libraries and stuff that you're going to be using. So I, my suggestion is to kind of offload where you can to the experts that specialize in things like identity so that you're not having to learn all these specs like OAuth and SAML and keep up the dates with all the new attack vectors and hacks that are going on and uh, get get full advantage of the security. Makes sense. Anything else you want to say to the developer community, Anthony, before we go to the hashtag lightning round? Uh, no, just to try out our APIs. We have a free trial and uh, like to know any feedback that you have. Uh, is it uh, Terry Cruz, who's your spokesman now? He is. He is our chief identity champion. Have you met him? I have not met him personally. Uh, he's been on a couple of our, our company meetings, but uh, I have not had the chance to meet him in person. Can you get me his autograph? I am trying to get uh, one of our videos had a, a, these fly shoes that were literally had wings on them. I'm trying to get those autographed and I'll give you the left shoe. I'll keep the right one for myself. I've never been much of a sneakerhead, but I'm very interested in that. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll set you up. Sweet. All right. Uh, I like your background, by the way, on the, the Google Meet we're using. But uh, for the record, you didn't see I actually flew a drone into the room you're in. And I installed an electrode to your chair. So I'm going to ask you rapid fire questions. That's why we call it the lightning round, because of the risk of electric shock. And uh, if you do not answer truthfully and in a timely manner, you will be electrocuted non-lethally, of course. Okay, I can handle it. But I did use a very cheap vendor for the electrode, so who knows? <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the lightning round, Anthony? I'm ready. Hit me. What's the best piece of business advice you have ever heard, probably from me? Uh, really, it's got to be, you got to build up the, your team in the right way. Um, you can't do it all yourself and you need people who are uh, specialists and, and can really, uh, it, it'll help push you forward. Sounds fair. All right. Well said in a timely manner as well. No electric shock there. What book would you recommend uh, to our audience, uh, Anthony, if you were me? I think you would recommend The Hard Thing About Hard Things by uh, Ben Horowitz. Uh, I think it's a good business book and kind of insight into the sort of nasty bits of business that can, that can happen. Excellent. Good answer. Uh, next question. What's one attribute or, or characteristic uh, of a successful business founder that I have? Uh, I think it's your persistence. I mean, I got like 18 emails before I agreed to do this. So uh, really, you're really persistent. Nice try. It's an honor for you to be here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With the the Fiverr contractor I hired to schedule people can be a bit persistent. <laughs> All right, fine. You got me there. Yes, yeah. What's your favorite uh, personal productivity practice that involves biohacking yourself uh, with an illegal substance? Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't give you the name of the legal substance that I use, but uh, my guy uh, sets me up and uh, I really found that I'm a morning person. So build the habit, get up in the morning, try it out, get outside, just game or something, mess around on your laptop, um, wake up slowly and then get to work. I know you can't say anything, but I have a guy too. A guy uh, I meet at night behind the taco place. Uh, he's in a trench coat and he's a big plastic bin full of microchips and pills. And I just grab something at random and put it in my mouth. Works every time. 
So, Anthony, what what's a, a new or, or crazy uh, business idea you'd like to pursue if you have extra time? But but I would definitely do better. Well, hey, you know, I, I like playing disc golf, but I'm pretty terrible at it, so I keep losing my disc. You know, in the woods, the tall grass. So I want to build a Bluetooth chip, stick it onto my disc, use my smartphone to be able to locate my disc in the woods, save a lot of time playing disc golf and not having to mess around with that stuff. That's good thinking. And then put a Raspberry Pi into your lower neck so you can just sense where it is wherever you go. Yes, I, I don't even need to f- fling the disc, right? I can just send it off no. with my mind. Then you can a- attach, uh, uh, use uh, a GRPC to send a signal from your lower neck to a drone and it can throw it for you. Yes. Exactly. You see where this yes, is going? Yes. yes. <laughs> Why waste calories doing things manually? That's what I say. <laughs> What's one of the most important passions you have outside of work and how can you automate it? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to keep some plants alive so I can eat what I produce myself. Um, but really, I keep killing things and I think the watering is a problem. So maybe I can automate that with my uh, raspberry pie neck. You're not one of those tree huggers who think we should stop pumping carbon dioxide into the air, are you? No, no, that's why we uh, have all these plants, right, to absorb all that carbon dioxide. So, um, yeah, okay. pump away. Personally, I don't care about global warming because by the time uh, it destroys all crops and annihilates all human life, we'll all be uploaded into the cloud uh, uh, anyway. So who cares, right? Exactly. Using ping identity, right? Exactly. We covered that. And troll. Well, maybe we should leave a few React developers back uh, outside of the cloud <laughs> uh, so we can just torment them for all eternity. That's a good idea. Yes. Good idea. A fate worse than hell. Mm, yes. Isn't React development already that? <laughs> Final question, Anthony. You've done well as far. Why aren't you as rich as I am? That's a good question. I think it's just the simple fact I'm not as good looking. I get called a lot of things. Rich, smart, incredible, never handsome. Never handsome? Oh, well, let me be the first. You are very handsome, sir. I hope you're listening, listeners. That's how I like to be flattered now. <laughs> Excellent job on the lightning round, Anthony. You hashtag crushed it. Thank you. If people uh, want to get in contact with you after this, or trolls want to relentlessly torment you, how would they reach you in the interwebs? Uh, you can send me an email, Anthony Dombrowski at pingonany.com. Probably the easiest way to reach me. Uh, trolls and everybody welcome. Well, that's very generous of you. I'll, uh, I'll take you up on that. I'll have my lawyer transfer some funds to a, uh, uh, troll farm in Russia. We'll see how much <laughs> you actually like it. Yeah. I might have to change my email. Yeah, hey, well, there's still time for that. Any parting words for our audience before we sign off? Um, let me see here. Uh, yeah, I think uh, identity access management is kind of a, a non-exciting field, but uh, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff you can do with uh, services like uh, Penguin's cloud platform. So if you get a chance, play around with it, use the dynamic MFA to troll your React developers or set up more secure access for admins and users um, dynamically. So check it out. I've been pretty harsh on react developers thus far in this interview so i just want to add some fairness that angular also sucks uh yes yeah maybe even more so (laughs) got them 
<laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the Council of the Wise Developers, Anthony. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. The Council of the Wise Developers is a satire podcast focused on technology. Our goal is to first make you laugh, but also to make you question what you already think. That means we may give you cognitive dissonance. Feel free to disparage us on your favorite social meds. If we do give you cognitive dissonance, but you think this turns out to be a negative and not a positive, leave us some feedback on councilofthewise.dev. We intend to carefully consider feedback from our subscribers and may address concerns in future episodes.